Welcome to the Essay for FAs podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors and active investors, including retirement planning, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic concerns a number of prominent time bombs that individually and collectively threaten your retirement income and what you can do about it. If you sit on a chair with three wobbly legs, your weight, and the instability of your seating may be enough to send you tottering to the ground. That and more are real concerns today in the realm of retirement. Let's examine each one of these shaky legs. First, we have private savings. According to data from the Nonprofit Economic Policy Institute, following are the mean retirement savings by age for the two groups closest to retirement. Note beforehand that mean data, as opposed to median data, are skewed by the very wealthy, so these numbers overstate savings. According to EPI, 50 to 55-year-olds have saved $125,000 on average, whereas 56 to 61-year-olds on the cusp of retirement have saved close to $164,000. Over an average 22-year retirement and with investment growth of 2%, our 61-year-old couple could buy themselves $767 of monthly annual income. But recall that the actual figures should be lower if we had better median data and that some people end up with 30-year retirements, which in this case would reduce the couple's income to about $600 a month. If just one spouse required a dental crown one month, they'd have to dig into their social security income. If these numbers sound high to you, because we often see lower figures in the media, then note that they include workplace-based retirement plans such as 401ks. That brings us to the second tottering leg of our chair. Employer-based plans are in tatters. Defined benefit pensions, that is traditional pensions, are basically irrelevant today, something like 4% of the workforce but they still have relevance to taxpayers because the government still offers them and because private employer plans are backed by the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation. And yet according to Bloomberg data, 186 of the 200 largest corporations, folks, these are the most solid private retirement benefits, have underfunded these plans to the tune of $382 billion. Taxpayers may notice that deficit in the next crisis. Note that these corporations continue to pay their executives generous bonuses during these non-crisis times. Moving along to 401k plans and the like, only about half of all workers have access to these defined contribution plans. But labor experts worry that the changing composition of the workforce in today's so-called gig economy will limit the growth of these workplace-based plans. Finally, as is by now well known, Social Security is treading on thin ice. Wharton labor and pension expert Olivia Mitchell recently stated, I quote, Within about 12 years, benefits will probably have to be cut for everyone by maybe 30%, or else taxes will have to go up 60 to 80%. She opined that means testing may become the method by which system solvency is restored. The retirement time bombs I mentioned suggest that most Americans will be relying on an unreliable social security, that workplace plans are not sufficiently widespread or well-funded, and that individual savings are inadequate. While none of these avenues is promising, I told you at the top I'd offer some ideas. My key suggestion? Work on the leg over which you have most control, namely your own private savings. Here is specifically what you can control to help secure your retirement. You can choose a late retirement date. You can decide to continue working, perhaps hobby-based work, in your retirement. 
you can choose to live your later years in an area with a lower cost of living. Some people go to the extent of living as expats in low-cost foreign countries, though Americans, of course, have numerous choices within their 50 states. Finally, you can manage your assets in various ways to assist your retirement process. For example, by keeping your first several years pool of money safe and investing the rest aggressively, or via the more conservative approach of annuitizing a portion of your assets to provide lifetime income. If you have other ideas, please post them in the comments. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich, 